Explain the death benefit requirements that apply to qualified plans. Many employers provide pre-retirement death benefits to their employees. However, in many cases, these benefits are provided outside of the retirement plan. Inside the plan, employers do need to address the mandatory death benefit requirements that are required to be paid to married participants under the Retirement Equity Act. Before retirement, the plan must provide a death benefit for married participants, which is called a Qualified Pre-Retirement Survivor Annuity, or QIPSA. For a defined benefit plan, the amount of the survivor annuity is basically equal to the amount that would have been paid under a Qualified Joint and Survivor Annuity. A defined benefit plan can charge married participants for this pre-retirement death benefit, but if it does so, it must give participants the option to elect out of the benefit, complicating administration. So in many defined benefit plans, the plan chooses to give the minimum death benefit with no more. Now, what this means is that only spouses of participants who have been married for one year or more will be entitled to a pre-retirement death benefit. The beneficiaries of other participants will not be entitled to any benefit if the participant dies before retirement. Now, for a defined contribution plan, the qualified pre-retirement annuity is an annuity for the life of the surviving spouse that, that is at least the actuarial equivalent of 50% of the participant's vested account balance as of the date of death. Now, most defined contribution plans do provide pre-retirement death benefits for all participants since the account balances are available to pay benefits. It's not required, but it's common to fully vest benefits at death as well. Any benefit provided above the required QIPSA benefit can be paid to any other beneficiary. In fact, the entire benefit can be paid to a beneficiary other than the spouse as long as the spouse is willing to waive rights to the QIPSA benefit. In a qualified plan, when married participants retire, the benefit must be paid out as a qualified joint and survivor annuity. This one is referred to as a QJSA. A QJSA is an annuity for the life of the participant with a survivor annuity for the life of the spouse. The spouse has to receive a benefit that is not less than 50% or more than 100% of the amount paid while the participant was alive. The participant and the spouse may waive the right to, to the QJSA provided the participant receives a notice of the impact of waiving the benefit and both the participant and the spouse waive the right to this form of payment in front of the plan administrator or a notary. Spouses routinely sign these waivers but they are clearly giving up something when they do so. Take the participant that elects a lump sum and the spouse agrees. The participant rolls the benefit into an IRA and now has complete control over withdrawals. Let's say the participant has a gambling problem and ends up draining the IRA account. Now if the spouse had insisted on the QJSA, the spouse can be assured of annuity payments while both are alive with continued payments after the participant's death. The QJSA rules apply to all qualified plans. However, plans in the profit-sharing category are exempt from the Qualified Joint and Survivor requirement if certain criteria are met. Employers may want to take advantage of this exception in order to simplify plan administration. Now, in order to qualify, the plan must not allow any life annuity options and must not accept direct transfers of plan benefits from other plans subject to the QJSA requirements. Also, the plan must give 100% of any pre-retirement death benefit to the spouse. 